Welcome to the K-pop guest. I'm your K-pop DJ, DJ Peter Lowe, and I'm joined by our East Coast producer, Ariana. Hey, hey, hey. And also friend of the podcast and K-pop journalist, it's Jacques. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. Uh, can't wait. Today we'll be talking about CLC's No, letting you know if this song is Tebok or not. But before we dive into that, first our hit replays. Hit replays are songs we recommend y'all listen to on replay for the week. So Jacques, tell us. I know you've been listening to something. A throwback, if I understand it? Yeah, a little bit of a throwback. It's not that old, but uh, last year's uh, Remember Me by Oh My Girl. I, oh, that's right. Yeah, I completely slept on this song when it came out. I don't know why. It's weird because I'm actually a fan of Oh My Girl, and I really liked their, I bet you guys hate this, but the Oh My Girl subunit ban- <laughs> Banana. From- <laughs> yes. <laughs> such a polarizing song. I know. Oh, gosh. I was totally into that last year, and somehow I just skipped over Remember Me, and I actually didn't listen to Secret Garden that much either. And then I started re-listening to them again, like, a few weeks ago, and now I cannot stop. They're incredible. Mm -hmm. I really wish the song had done better, because Secret Garden was, like, quite a hit for them, and Remember Me sort of went down, but I love it. I love all of the uh, 80s fashion that they've got going. I was watching some of their stages, and they had all these, like, neon lights and everything. It was just amazing so I cannot get enough of that song right now that's right that they were a group I was really opposed to and then uh, I met Tamar Herman for just coffee one day and she was like you should really give them another chance and they're starting to really grow on me yeah they're really good I mean I think that they have just have a really good lineup and they really have a good sound and I hope that they keep growing although I'm a bit worried because like Secret Garden did do really well and then Banana and Remember Me just didn't make much of a den and it's kind of like it's really hard to get that momentum when you're a mid-level girl group and then if you don't follow it up with another hit straight away it can really go down so I'm kind of interested to see how they do when they come back with their next comeback can't wait What's making you hit replay this week? Okay, I have to say I had a completely different song pick before today, but then AT's released their performance video for Hala Hala, and it completely ruined any chance I was going to talk about anything else. I'm just kind of obsessed with this group. I've got tickets to see them soon, and I cannot yes. wait. It's going to be so good. I'm also meeting a listener at the show. It's going to be awesome. I want to just quickly say it stands for Hearts Awakened Live Alive. I don't know what that means, but it's a banger of a song. Oh, yeah. And the video is also really cool because it's just a performance video, but it's just in a warehouse, which allows it to all be about the choreography and the song, which is what I really liked. And I just want to point out Jung Ho's vocals and Mingi's rap section are the highlights of the song for me. So good. Do you think the choreography 
music video was because they wanted to show off their dancing or because they didn't have the budget to film a bigger video. <laughs> <laughs> I do think because Say My Name probably took up a huge amount of the budget, especially with all those really awesome clothing choices. But I would probably say it was for the dancing because they like KQ fellas is what we know them for. Yeah. And so they know they know what they're good at. They know. Yeah. I'm really get, I'm want. really into it. Give them what they want, and that's just more good for you. Yeah. And quick side note: if you're not standing 18s, you're doing K-pop wrong. I, I'm sorry. Oh. Like they, they are totally <laughs> winning in K-pop. Like, please stand 18. I actually thought I was going to fight you for this song. Yeah, it is indeed a good song. But I, in the process of standing 18s, I was looking back on KQ Entertainment's past songs, and I discovered. An old gem. It's Babylon and his song La La La. Now, Ooh. this artist is featuring another young and up and coming female artist. Maybe you've heard of her before. She's a really standout dancer, a remarkable singer. Her name is Chung Ha, featuring ah. back in this 2017 single, back when K Tropical House was still coming into prominence and still a thing. I love the song just because of all those K Tropical House elements. And it's a dance music video. So you see both the impeccable dancing ability of Babylon and this upcoming star named Chung Ha. <laughs> Your obsession between Chung Ha and Soyeon knows no bounds forever. <laughs> that it's kind of better than a lot of Chunga's songs. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, moving on to our Daybok or Not for CLC's No. This song is many things. <laughs> mm. um, and CLC tells us that it's not many other things. Mm-hmm. Pulling from an article on Zoopy, the girl group provided an explanation about the title of the album. According to them, they said, quote, We write it as no dot one or number one, but read it as no one. It means that no one can replace us. Elki came up with the idea. They continued, quote, until now, we've shown different images, including innocent, cute, and sexy. This time, we decided to show our unique color that can't be defined yeah. as one thing. That is a really great way to describe this concept because it's not really girl crush. It's not Egyo at all. And it's kind of sexy, but in a really badass way. Yeah, that's true. Of course, we always watch DKDKTV's Explain series, and they talked about 
it's you know you see in the breakdown right before the end where they you know like no no sexy no egg yo and they were ta- he was talking about that those are kind of like the main things that Korean women are expected to do they're expected to fall into three categories pure sexy or egg yo and so they're kind of rejecting all of those three and saying that women are just so much more complex than that and that it's based on patriarchal gaze instead of like what women want and I think that that's like a really great message for a comeback because honestly nobody's talking about this right now we occasionally might get it from a Hyanna or maybe a Sunmi but very rarely do you see a group take this on it's definitely a risky message to take yeah (laughs) I think in Korea so yeah in addition to each of those states of being like it's also rejecting the objectification Mm -hmm. uh, the lipstick and the handbag like uh, just as idols are often seen as mannequins Mm-hmm. for product placement as we see in mannequins in this music video mm-hmm. we look to idols in that same way and that's such a unidimensional way of looking at a person and so when you're rejecting like i am none of these things it's showing that there's a lot more complexity multi-dimensionality mm-hmm. behind the mm-hmm. the characters here mm-hmm. but they say no to each of these things and yet they wear them <laughs> yeah it's a really interesting thought i the whole time i was watching it i went okay is it gonna end with them like being in sweatpants because that'll be awesome like sweatpants and sneakers yeah that's an awesome way to end this and that then would I was be like, a win for everyone too yeah i was like oh no they're just dressed pretty the whole time and they're in heels and they're all wearing lipstick yeah well, so it was really confusing and i mean this kind of speaks to a larger problem with clcs if you mm-hmm. go back to them at the beginning they haven't really known what kind of group they are i mean they've tried so many different concepts and at, at strange times as well they've done complete 180s like when they went from hobgoblin to you know uh where are you and then yeah. on this i mean they're saying we reject you know the egg yo and then they're doing you know red lipstick everything but they're doing it all in the music video Mm -hmm. for me I kind of took it in a way of them saying no we're not just cute no we're not just sexy no we're not just you know girl crush we're all Mm -hmm. of these things at once we're much more complex Um, I don't really feel like it's a feminist message although I kind of feel like they've tried to awkwardly throw a feminist thing in there to to get in on that movement because it's such a hot topic now and it just doesn't really work it's a bit like mm, well let's just try this and make it feminist and it doesn't really <laughs> it doesn't really gel so i i think it's a bit they've missed the mark a little bit yeah i wonder if that's a choice from the company too because for me it seems like a calculated risk because you put out like a very typical music video for a girl group right like i would say like there's parts of it that i really love like the fact there's more choreo than i would say most girl group videos have oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. there's just a random truck in the middle of the video that i was like how does this pertain to anything are they selling this truck this could be an anthem for a feminist movement if they don't look at the video ever like this the words of this song mean a lot like the lyrics say a lot there's parts of the video that i think allude to it but then they don't end it on anything different like one of the things dk dk tv uh said was like yeah but they're all wearing the same clothes so how are they breaking away from Mm. looking like everybody else you know it's one of those things that like it's definitely a calculated risk to put out this song in general yeah i don't think they could also have put out a feminist video because they would have burned cube to the ground 
You know, there's already too many people that are angry at Cube that they could not have done that. You know, like it would have not worked. Hmm. And I think there were there were pieces of it. Like Sungyeon's earrings, she has like the female symbol on her earrings. Oh, right, right. That part where she shuts the book, I had to be a creep and like pause really close and like look up the book. It's actually a religious book. Hmm. And so her shutting it is being like, I'm not a good girl. You know, like this is not who I am. Um, so it's like it alludes to it in the video, but they don't ever follow through. Yeah. Like, the decision to have, the, which I really like, the funeral for the bags and shoes. That's a really pretty, yeah, it's a pretty big statement, but they're still wearing the heels. <laughs> so, if, if, I, if I may offer a PR answer uh, to, yeah. to these concerns. Okay. Yes, these are all the stereotypical expectations set on women in Korea and the Western mm-hmm. world at, at large. However, as a feminist... It can still be your decision to wear those yeah. things or not. Yeah, we can take it as two different things. One, we can take it as they're saying, they're saying one thing in a song, doing it in the video because, yeah, you definitely can't just be super, super feminist in Korea without having a backlash. We know that from what happened to Irene last year, or has it been two years? But you know, she read a book that was <laughs> feminist, and people burned her, you know, merchandise. Well, well, you know, sure, sure, sure. But what I'm what I'm saying here is that. You can be yeah. against lipstick, but still choose to allow other people to wear it, or choose to wear it well, on yourself. And that's, if that's yeah. what you want. They're wearing yeah. it in the video. Like you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't be singing no red lipstick, no handbags, no shoes, and then doing all of it. Like yeah. of course you can wear lipstick and be sexy and be a feminist. Like yeah. you know, like, I, I am. I am a red lipstick wearer. I wear aggressive lipstick and I'm a hardcore feminist but like I do think that they are saying too like I don't have to wear red lipstick I can wear whatever the lipstick I want I don't have to wear heels but maybe I want to they could be saying that but I do think it's a little bit of a cop out in a way and I yeah yeah. yeah. and I but I also think it's because like you again it's there you have to remember they're still idols (laughs) Like, they can't just throw it all under the bus. There are some people in Korea that can. You can get a, a female rapper that can do this. You know, like, I, I think Yumi Ray does, you know, feminist anthems all the time. But it's harder for an idol group. Well, it is. But then I'm like, well, why even bother then? Like, if you can't even do it properly and you're, you're kind of contradicting yourself repeatedly throughout this whole sort of visual and song, why not just kind of remove the feminist element and then make it something about, like, you can twist it. Like, I do think that they are trying to show that as a group, we're all these different things and, you know, we're set, we can be sexy, we can be cute, we're very complex, don't put us in a box. Like, that's powerful enough as it is yeah. and it really speaks mm-hmm. to their career if you look at all of the, the concept changes that they've had, but then to kind of right. try and make it feminine and it just feels a bit sort of bandwagony, and it just sort of doesn't really work, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't. It just doesn't show. I like that they went down this route. I am a huge fan of this song. It just the video lets me down in that way, where I just, <laughs> I just because the thing is, is they also put out their dance practice today, and I was like, you should have just worn this. You guys look great. Like <laughs> they're in true. sneakers and sweats, you know. And so again, I don't have a problem with the feminist message. I think that. 
it's a hard game to play of like how far you can take this kind of message when there's so much opposition to it in the country. I also just think that the video doesn't say a whole lot in comparison to the song. Well, you could also you could still be feminist without specifically having to put no red lipstick, no heels. Like you can still make you can still make a feminist message without having to talk about these specific yeah. uh, accessories and stuff. It's just it's just weird. It's like if you want, like they could they could still do a feminist thing. It's just I don't know why they're saying we're not wearing lipstick and heels, and then they're wearing lipstick and heels. It's just like uh. how much you want to bet that this is, we'll see this played like at a feminist rally this year though. you know what I mean like that's just what's gonna happen yeah that, and that's smart you know like that's a smart choice and especially you know very particularly CLC is a girl group that I think is starting to get a little bit of a western audience now yeah for um, sure and this is a good play for western audience too because even though we're like I'm like oh this video doesn't match I'm like you know I'm gonna be bumping this when I'm feeling like I want to take down the patriarchy every single time. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, again, it's like a calculated risk. I guess we'll see how it turns out because they are number five on world world albums this this week so maybe it was a good risk we should also mention that they've kind of done this before with black dress Mm -hmm. the song was singing about a black dress and they did the whole concept in men's suits so yeah i thought that was interesting they don't really understand the (laughs) concepts that well (laughs) i know i'm seeing a pattern here it's so funny going into today i was like yes another feminist anthem and then like you guys are like no it it can't be because they can't have your can you know do these things too yeah. I'm like oh man you guys are totally changing my decision on this but. I don't know I do I do think it can be a feminist anthem if you're just looking at the if the, if you're just looking at the song it really is like if you separate the video I listen to the song separately and if you like look at the lyrics you're like oh they're saying like they're pretty much just throwing everything down on the ground being like I don't you can't tell me what to do I'm gonna do what I want and I am who I am I read an article from the South China Morning Post they completely dodged the question on if this had anything to do with the corset free movement and I was like yeah that probably sounds right they were coach not <laughs> I, not to speak to that well, yeah they were taught not to speak to that the corset the corset free movement as well I mean I watched some stuff on it on YouTube and everything and that's a very specific kind of feminism that really does that is a bit of a burn your bra don't wear makeup chop your mm-hmm. hair off kind of feminism yep. and that that does not gel with with the visuals of this K-pop, song no. at all and no. it was, it's also what's a bit awkward as well is that they're singing about the you know the no lipstick and everything like it's an empowering but like they've never looked better <laughs> wearing these yeah, heels they look yeah. so incredible like they've never looked better and more confident and even the comments from like Koreans and like Netizen Buzz and stuff they're going oh my god why didn't they do this concept before they look incredible so it's like these things that they're rejecting they actually have reached like peak visuals so yeah, <laughs> it's awkward yeah. I think the one thing we can say is what they are rejecting is being put in a box and that yeah. what is what CLC does CLC I've said it before and I'll say it again one of my biggest issues with female groups is that they're not allowed to break concept that's why I love Red Velvet because Red Velvet does whatever the hell they want because they have a red and a velvet and so they kind of have like a bunch of weird stuff that they do and i think clc i would put in that realm too but they're just not as successful with it yeah i agree so with i wonder if this is the option of like them saying like we no longer are going to abide by rules we're gonna do what we want and maybe that's all they had to say yeah i you agree know? with that only one of the members was part of the writing of the song we have to look at the other person who wrote the song who is oh yeah yeah yeah. so let's Peter's get into bed. the main part of the show which is the soyeon <laughs> section because soyeon as we all know co-wrote this 
song and you can hear it guys you can totally hear it it sounds like a soyeon song the way they rap i'm almost certain soyeon wrote that vocal guide and recorded it (laughs) and there's a track out there somewhere in the universe of soyeon (laughs) singing this song that all the clc girls referenced when they recorded their take Mm -hmm. on the song so like i can hold out hope that one day I will hear the Soyeon version. Well, this, this is yeah. this is a bit like when um, Hyanna did their Hobgoblin Real, comeback, Hobgoblin, and yep. then suddenly they sounded like Hyanna. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was, yep. was going to say the exact same thing. I was like, I, I think Hyun's a great rapper, but she keeps sounding like the person that she's working with. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that a bit of that is also Cube trying to get their more successful artists involved in CLC somehow for a bit of media play mm-hmm. of like, oh look, you know, Hyanna work with them, G, you know, Soyeon from GI mm-hmm. to work with them, like, pay attention to CLC now, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a bit of a publicity well- thing. You know what? At least they're trying because I thought that after G Idol did well last year, that they were going to completely phase out CLC. So the fact yeah. that Don't like say it. I thought that too. Yeah. I thought that too. I, thought, I think all of us thought thought that that was what was happening. And uh-huh. when they came back with this concept, I was like, "Oh crap!" They actually tried really hard with this one because yeah. this song is actually very good. Yeah, yeah. I was really surprised. <laughs> I was really expecting kind of a cop out and kind of a lazy like. I, I, almost like a ballad or something. I did not expect this at all. One thing that I've got to give Cube credit for, I mean, I do think that they've mismanaged CLC in a lot of ways, which will go on forever. But they've really supported this group in terms of giving them consistent comebacks. I mean, this is a group that I don't think they've ever cracked the guy on top 100. And they've had, what, this is their eighth mini album? Like, oh, my God. That, that kind of support is... Yeah. That support is huge, even though it's like the concepts and songs haven't always been right and it's been wrong in that regard. Like the fact that they're consistently putting out music when they've never charted is pretty huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine YG doing that? Like not a chance. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> no, they're in the dungeon the minute they don't like yeah. hit the top ten. And sometimes even when they do hit the top ten, they're in the dungeon. They're so. still in the dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Lehigh. Poor Lehigh. I also just think this song is really interesting. Like it is very like so young. I would have assumed this would have been a Soyeon solo. I like the chorus being just this like repetitive call and response. Mm. You know, it's just this like so, red a, lip. A quick, no. Quick, oh, so yeah, that's a question I have for you guys. Like yeah. as a DJ, like when I look at the structure of the song, mm-hmm. I was looking at that list and they do that list four times in the song, the, the nose. Yep. And I was like, is that the chorus? Because I'm so confused. Because there's it's, another section where it, it changes, right? Where it's like, I like me. And- well, I think it's the, I think the I like me is the actual chorus. Yeah, okay, probably. great. Because okay. yeah. it's sung. But because of where, because it's repeated so many times, normally that's the chorus. Right. But then they yeah. decide to use it at the end of the song and the bridge. And it's just it's in so, a bunch of different places. Yeah. I love weird songs and weird structures and stuff. Yeah. Especially with, I mean, that's one reason I like girl groups. Because I do think their music is more adventurous in general over boy group uh-huh. music but I think this song is a little too out there especially for a group that has never charted and actually really needs a hit I feel like mm-hmm. the, the main chorus the I Like Me chorus is so catchy and I think they only do it mm-hmm. maybe twice in the song Like, yeah I think they do it twice yeah, only twice I, yeah I, I really feel like they should have hit that chorus sooner at the start because it takes about a minute for the chorus to even come in so it's a really long build up and then 
at the end, you know, the song kind of fades out with sort of a rap thing and you don't get the chorus again. Like, this is one instance where, as much as I appreciate the creativity of this, I really feel like they should have made it a little bit more commercial, considering that they've never had a hit before. You guys are just shooting me in the heart right now. Like, (laughs) I'm actually the opposite on this. I actually think the fact that they're adventurous could give them a better chance of getting a hit because they have done more chorus-based singing songs mm. and it has not worked. Yeah. And I'm actually one of the few who was like not I love the concept of black dress but I didn't love this song. And for me personally like this song sticks. This song is in my head all the time. Yes, it and is. it's a mixture of the I like me and the red lip, no, because it's call and response, which is so catchy. Mm. And if it does become an anthem, this really could put them on the put them. No, I wouldn't say the top echelon of girl groups right now, but it really could start moving them up, even to compete with their sister group. You know what I mean? Like this is something completely different that I haven't heard before. Like not having only having a chorus twice. I've never heard in a song. Yeah. Like, or like that I can think of. I wish I wish that to experiment like this and to only have the chorus twice, the chorus wasn't so good because it's such a good chorus. <laughs> At least you're like, oh my God, like I need yeah. that chorus like one more time. Like it's so good. Yeah. And it just feels when the song finishes a bit, I'm just a bit like, oh, like I just wanted that like one more like hit. Yeah. I think they th- this one they really focus on Yin and Sungyun on on yeah, this song like really in general they're, they're the stars of this song like and i would probably say sorn also just because she's so pretty yeah but, she's gorgeous um, she's just just so pretty and i like her face but like i would say they're probably like the heads of the song so like because they focus on them that's the kind of song that we got was gonna yeah. be like their voices you know well that makes sense because they've pushed they pushed Sunghee sort of originally because she had a really good voice and they pushed Mm -hmm. um, after uh, Produce 101 they uh, pushed Yunbin a lot because she's she's Mm -hmm. you know really pretty and it kind of didn't work so they've sort of shifted to some some different members now yeah I'm interested to see how how that shift works when I listen to the song like from beginning to end like to me it's like such a audio masterpiece like from that first beat like well yes the call and response that you hear in the list and then mm-hmm. in comes that thick like fat like like ph fat and like thick with like two c's is that how kids are saying it nowadays but like it is so enveloping that bass that you hear and if you don't listen to this song with either headphones or speakers that cannot handle this bass like straight up you're not listening to this song like that the <laughs> bass is like the extra member to this group uh that soyan of course naturally provides and calculated and produced this, this song <laughs> but that bass is so thick and then as we go into the pre-chorus it's the second half of the pre-chorus we start hearing a snare <laughs> But it's that snare that's like, oh, shit. Like, now we're getting, you know, turned up. It's like, we're about to turn it up. And as I, like, symbolically listen to the message of the song, it's a girl, she's going through a lot of points of rejection. She's rebelling. She's like, I'm not doing these things. I'm not going to be sexy. I'm not going to act like a good girl. I'm not going to wear all these things. Um, And it's reflecting her inner monologue. And then right at that pivotal point in the chorus it's like you know what i'm none of those things because i like me i like myself and you audibly hear that it's a big shift 
and how you go from that really bassy, like rebellious beat to all of a sudden, Jock, as you're saying, this very catchy moment yeah. in the chorus. Following the chorus, the two choruses, and you know, as you hear the third list of no's, and then it goes into the bridge, and as the bridge ends, what I really love is the sense of dissonance. So right at the last no, right before the dance break, you hear Sang Young, she says no in such a long and dissonant yeah. way, and it's like auto-tuned and stacked and layered, and it's that uncomfort in that very beat that's elongated that I love. Red lip. No. It's like, oh, you know what? Like, I could be all these things, but mm-hmm. no. <laughs> like, I want to see the world burn. And then, <laughs> then it goes into that dance break at the end. No. I embrace wholeheartedly like I was willing to make that sacrifice lose the third chorus and give it in to another no so like I am so feeling the music you guys and say what you will you guys can hate it the world can hate it but because so young my girl made it um, I'm gonna love it automatically this is making it onto your DJ tracks <laughs> yeah you sure as hell know I'm gonna be spinning this song all the freaking time it's only like the, the second like month of 2019 but this is already in my top 10 for, for 2019 oh, I'm calling damn. it right now this, this is like within the top 10 for the year I'm gonna hold you to that I mean, I just want to clarify, I do love the song, and when it, and I don't disagree really with anything you're saying, Peter, and when the song came out, I was listening to it on repeat, I was like, oh my god, this is sick, I love this, but honestly, like, after a week or so, like, I've started going back to Black Dress, like, that's what I mean, like, I don't know, Black Dress is just so catchy, and it's just kind of like, when I want that hit, that, you know, pop hit, like, I've really, I've, yeah. I've gone back to the catchier stuff, so, I don't know, but I do yeah. love it, but I just, I just don't know if it's going to happen the same replayability yeah. for me. I'm a hip hop girl, so this was my jam. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before we like wrap up with everything, I just want to give a quick shout out to this choreo yes. because it's so good. Yes, it is. And so much of it is in the video, which is not normal. And I love it. Like I said before, they put out the dance practice video today and it made me realize how much I really loved it because there's all this like there's a bunch of different sections, but the sections where they're like posing mm-hmm. and then they like distort it mm-hmm. i love that part it is so cool it really does go along with the song really well about like we're gonna pose into this per- particular character and then immediately throw that away you know what i mean like and we're not doing that anymore we're doing something different and then at the very end when they're going into that final dance break when they shove their butts back and they start walking backwards best <laughs> moment <laughs> I love watching their choreography performances, Ariana, for all the reasons you described for how awesome yeah. that choreography is. But what's really funny is that at that last like dance break, 
for all yeah. the live performances you see them like trying to act really like solemn and like tough and mean and then like the camera like focuses on them and they're trying to maintain their composure but you can see that they're like totally huffing and puffing and trying to like hold still <laughs> while their body is like exhausted from all the intense dancing yeah. um, I, I just thought that was funny it, it's so rare that you get to see the girls like girl groups huff and puff it's awesome <laughs> I, I wonder if this will be like one of those like we had some really like repeatable dance numbers last year that really like took a life of their own i wonder if this will be one of them i think it's Um, a little too complicated it's a little too complicated i think yeah Yeah, that's what i was gonna say i think it's got it's such good choreo and we rarely get to see girl groups do really complex choreo but i just don't know if this is repeatable right i think it's too complicated for to become like a I don't know what the point dance of this would be right yeah and the song has the song needs to be a hit as well for the choreography to be a hit for the for the most part yeah. unless it's sort of you know something where the choreography goes viral and then it makes the song a success but mm-hmm. yeah I think a lot of the, the choreography catching on is really going to depend on how well the song goes I mean I assume that I wouldn't be surprised to see uh uh, you know, international K-pop fans trying the dance mm-hmm. on YouTube and stuff because CLC yeah. does have that international fan base. But in terms of in Korea, I don't see it. Yeah, yeah. I do wonder if they have that because they have the Western fandom. If we're gonna start to see like another, uh, almost like the way BTS worked from the West and then back to Korea, if they can do something like that as well. Yeah. Well, they've um, done an English song on the album, so they're, they're clearly like moving in that direction. One thing that has surprised me, though, is that, you know, we see with Blackpink, because they have Lisa, who's Thai, she has a huge Southeast Asian following, and the same hasn't seemed to have happened for CLC, which I don't get, because Sawn is, like, Sawn's amazing, she's so beautiful, and she's really, like, active online, like, she's not kind of hidden Mm -hmm. away, like, she's one of the main... She has a new YouTube channel. Yeah, exactly. She has a new YouTube channel now, yeah. And I'm surprised that that hasn't kind of made them, like, superstars in Southeast Asia in the kind of same way that it has with Blackpink. It is interesting. Mm-hmm. I was going to say it's probably YG yeah. pushing it versus <laughs> Q. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's definitely a big part of it for sure. So yeah. on that note of Soren, like there was a moment in K-pop, Jack, you would know this better than anyone, where everyone was kind of hating on all the Thai idols. And this mm-hmm. was, I think, in the in the Korean domestic community. But in the song, it's a rejection, right? And it's about mm-hmm. self-positivity. So when we see Sorn in this music video, behind her, we actually see... The tie. Yes. And yeah. it, it, it's so... To me, that was a very important scene because for Sorn, you know, she's been the target of several racist attacks to how yeah. she looks. And it's about her... Home, attacks about her home, home country. And so having yeah. that imagery behind her and having her say no, that's profound. That's deep. Like, that. Yeah. That. that's like, yeah. no, you won't bully me, guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I... <laughs> I'm probably like a little more jaded than you and when I see that I think of that more as okay Cuba put that in because they want to get that Thai fan base over <laughs> I don't yeah. look at it like I, I practical see, commercial I see it more yeah. I see it with like dollar signs like because everything when I look at uh, K-pop and stuff I'm always thinking of okay like this they've done this to get this where are they base. making money yeah I, yeah I think of it in like a very like commercial kind of way I'm kind of like in between where I'm like I know that they're pro- 
probably doing that, but I also like know that this probably means a lot to people too. Yeah. So like it it is what it is. They're gonna always pull on our heartstrings. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I agree. And I mean, I'm sure that Saul would have felt really proud to have been able to have that in there. Yeah. At that moment. Red lip now. Well, it's about that time, y'all. It's time to give our final scores. Okay, so for the concept, one being the lowest, five being the highest, how would you rate it, Jacques? Uh, okay, this is hard for me to rate. If we didn't have the whole Just discussion... Concept. Yeah, if we didn't have the whole discussion with the... It was kind of confusing with the feminist stuff. I would have given yeah. it like a five because yeah, I think yeah. visually they just absolutely killed it. But because I, I think that some of it just didn't really work and gel together and some of the messaging with the lyrics and everything, I've got to give it like... I'll give it a three because... Oh, that hurts I'll, yeah, me I'll give it, Actually, you know what? No, no, no. I'm gonna. I'll give it a four because I, uh, when I'm listening wow. to the Thank song you, personally, I'm ta- I'm not taking it in a feminist sense. I'm taking it in, as them just saying that they're a diverse girl group that you can't put in a box. Okay. I'm thinking of it as that, and it uh, makes more sense to me as that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. how we should all let, let's let's pretend that they didn't even try in something feminist. Let, let's just yeah. say that this is a I, moment of self destruction well, no, I'm voting. I'm going. I'm giving them a score for the feminist anthem. Um, no. So I'm going to I'm actually going to break this down and just say concept just talking about the video and the choreo and not talking about the lyrics of the song, because I'll put that in audio. Okay. Um, I'm going to say for me, the concept was like a 2.5. Oh. I did not care. Oh. I love the choreo. I the, the like two of those points are for the choreo. I think the choreo is great, but I didn't care about the video that much. Aww. Sorry. Peter, you're going to give it a great score. It's okay. 4.8, guys. Yeah, 4.8. Whatever, however you want to interpret this. Yeah. This is a triumph. This, to quote one of our (laughs) our Twitter followers, um, Queen Sir Yihu, CLC is a treasure to be treasured. Uh, This is class and attitude while feeling entirely genuine. I don't care what the rest of you guys have to say about it being logically incorrect incoherent and inconsistent <laughs> it, it is beautiful they are beautiful stand the dancing and and so you on is the best in and in, in bringing that okay there so. okay well i mean that we have to get into the audio now so like for me audio is a straight up like 4.5 because i think this song is great and i like the message of the song so i'm gonna i, I balance myself out there but that was that I, I was a little bit less on the concept but peter if you gave a 4.8 for the concept what are you gonna give for the audio a 4.9 on the audio guys like seriously <laughs> this song is is so amazing like it blows my mind look some some like inside baseball for all you k-pop cast listeners this is gonna be at my hit replay last week and then like everyone in the k-pop cast is like, i told her no, no I told yeah no. Like, we're gonna do a day back or not on that peter you can't pick it i'm like Ugh. so like my rage is like exploding right now because this song is so awesome i'm glad we are right, thank you for making me do it like in a yeah. full-on episode but i love this mainly okay. because of Soyeon yeah obviously you know, to be fair but like it's that thick bass guys and that that, that <laughs> snare in the pre-chorus <laughs> and then the dissonance in the bridge and like oh my 
Gosh, it gets me every time. Okay, okay, okay. Jacques, what is your rate for the song? Uh, I might regret this because yeah, with my so- my, my <laughs> view, like, honestly, with K-pop songs, a lot of the time I really go from, like, I love it and then I have, like, a lull and then I love it again. And then it's kind of, like, after mm. a few months, I'm like, I really know how I feel about something. But I'm going to give it a four uh, because I do okay. think wow. the... I do think the production thing... I mean, I love the production. It's really cool. Uh, I love that they've kind of taken a chance and if this was if this was another girl group uh that was maybe more successful i think i would be a little bit more receptive i just do think that it was maybe not the smartest thing to go this far out there even though i appreciate it as a music fan but mm-hmm. i would have liked to see it maybe a little bit more commercial just to i want them to have a hit i want them to be successful like mm-hmm. i've been loving them since uh pepe their first song which i think is like Aww. it was such a good debut it was like such a kind of like wonder girl vibes. I've really been following them and um, yeah, it's really cool that they're still out and they're putting out like interesting music and still, you know, trying their best despite all the flopping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what, guys? Yeah, guys, guys, like true artistry is like verily recognized in its time. So, like, <laughs> yeah. this song might not be a chart topper, but it is artistry. It, 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 it is. Is, is near perfection. Yeah. And, and I, you might not like it, but I recognize it for what it is. All right, guys, taking this all into account, taking in the fantastic choreo, the beautiful visuals, <laughs> the amazing synth bass of the audio, is this song Daybach or not? Uh, for me, it's Daybach. I don't. I don't really know. What That's the <laughs> correct answer. It is. Jock, Jock, yeah. you better. You of better course, give it, right it is. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's yeah. Daybach. Okay. It's, okay. it's off the chain. Because I'm not sure what I would do if you didn't say it's J-Vog. And guys, like <laughs> listeners, K-pop cast listeners, like K-pop world, this song is hella Taebok. Like, if you don't recognize this as like being a Taebok song, like you, you need to see like mental health treatment. Like there, there is something wrong with you. I'm, I'm sorry. So th- this song is, is beautiful. And I want to quote one of our listeners. This is coming from Choi Yujin or GF underscore Y-U-J-I-N said, I found it empowering. Plus the fact that Soyeon and Yeon made it, you know, yeah. it's sincere. Those girls are awesome. You can always chat with us on Twitter at the K-pop cast or shoot us an email with your constructive feedback and episode ideas at kpopcastshow at gmail.com. So we put out a tweet asking y'all thought of CLC. We got a lot of comments and I want to give a big like shout out to a lot of like the distinguished guests of the K-pop mm-hmm. community who, who weighed in on it. So K-pop junkie, he had a chance to join us or at least provide his thoughts. And he said, as someone who wants to see CLC succeed, this song didn't hit me the way I wanted it to at first. I wasn't fond of the way the song started and the two verses that came later. But as time went on, the chorus, <laughs> the breakdown that follows, the interesting synth bass, all of it had me coming back again and again. And it wasn't until I saw the whole package that I was on board with this comeback. The song itself is good, just not as great as I was hoping. Oh, okay, he's wrong there. Um, but yeah. he says, but that the dot, the empowering message, the sophisticated women crush concept and outfits, Yian's rap and charisma, when all of these things come together during a live performance, that's when CLC shines 
with no. Agreed. Very good. K-pop junkie. Well, I, I wanted to give a slight different response from our friend Stephen Knight, mm-hmm. which you can find him at Tennessee Appeal. He said he's he, d- he did it in a list. So, sticking with Hobgoblin, four-second black dress concept, yes. Going with a Soyeon song, yes. Yes. Experimentation, yes. The singing and rapping, yeon, yes. Overall, meh. No. <laughs> he said, so much chanting and chant singing keeps the song in neutral until Yeon shows up and saves the day. Yeah, but you hear Soyeon in that chanting, so it, like yeah. that, that, that's why it's okay. We also reached out to a good listener, Boy With The Lips. <laughs> who said, oh my gosh, how long do you have? And this was, this was him joking to, to me asking, like, what do you think of the song? Uh, he said, if anything, it's the same genius that went into picking No as a title track that made Girls Aloud so amazing. Oh, sexy No, No, No. I know what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Sonically, they're so different, but it's doing something that's so left of field, but still in their musical color that they continue to grow in. Also, the live stages send me off every time. They're giving us live vocals, choreo, and heels. And they're fighting. <laughs> also, the entire Black Dress era was a serve. Just watch this performance at KCON Taipei. I'm still <laughs> shaking. Yeah, I agree with a, a good amount of what they're all saying. I think that CLC really has a strong hold on the Western audience. So we all love them. Okay. I also think, you know, the Western audience as well is starved for these uh, girl crush groups because the cute concept yeah. has been in for so long. So anytime someone deviates from that, like people just like go crazy for it. <laughs> so in closing, can I can I say one final thing? Yeah. So yeah. I would, I would like to thank Q for giving <laughs> is one the la vie on rose so that we can have this dope ass like banger clanger like feminist anthem of a song no by clc so thank you yeah. cube for exactly. for doing that thank even you. though everyone thank hates you, you for cube. doing just that thank you cube for doing that and only that because there's so many other things you messed up on well <laughs> I, I think people would say even that was a mess up because a lot of people love yeah. uh, la vie and rose anyway do you not love la vie and rose no, I, I love Olivia and Rose, okay, but the song is just way go, better. Just yeah. to check. Oh, it's a great song. Well. Yeah. Okay. I'm- <laughs> okay. Okay. Another episode. I'm Another episode. Yeah. I'm glad CLC didn't have to do it. Okay. The K-pop cast is produced by Peter Lowe, Stephanie Parker, and Ariana Khan. Edited by Peter Lowe and Michaela J. And Ramen Man runs our Instagram. Signing off. Guys, it's, it's been a fun ride. Let our listeners know where they can find you online. And in your best Sungyeon voice. What beauty standard item do you say no to? You can find me on Twitter at Ariana underscore Y underscore con. And for me, it'd be uncomfortable bras. No. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and everywhere else. It is uh, uh, Katie blog. And for me, uh, it's razors. No, because I'm lazy and I hate shaving. <laughs> you can find me at DJ Peter Lowe. And for me, it's that, that fake like sticker that you put on, on your eye to like fake double eyelid. Uh, folds that all the Asians yeah. do because um, I, I naturally have uh, double eyes. Okay, do it in Songyeon's voice. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm paralyzed right now. I, I don't even <laughs> <Okay>. no. 
Pilot tape. No. Uh, okay, well. You guys got it. I, I can't. Wait, I can't yeah. Let me just say that when um, my friend went to Korea and she brought me back double eyelid tape and I actually didn't understand the difference between single and double eyelid. And I'm like trying to put it on. I'm like, why is it not working? And she's like, you have double eyelids. You're white. And I was like, oh. You don't need them. <laughs> Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share online.